Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. We'll talk a little Michigan recruiting for the next 15 to 20 minutes. Like I said, I wanted to start doing these on a weekly basis. Uh, so we're definitely going to start doing them. Um, if you missed it at the top, I'm EJ Holland with the Wolverine.com, which, by the way, you can subscribe for $1 for one year to get all your latest Michigan recruiting information. Um, just going to touch on some uh, some key subjects going on in the world of Michigan recruiting right now. But as always, you can definitely chime in, get your questions in, request to to be a speaker, and, and I'll let you guys in. Hopefully this week we can avoid the, uh, the Michigan State trolls, and, and hopefully we can also avoid the Notre Dame trolls. So, um, yeah, but just to start off, obviously it's the evaluation period, a lot going on with Michigan recruiting, so I wanted to touch on some of those key stops that the staff's made so far this week, uh, starting off with Ron Bellamy, who's been a monster on the recruiting trail. He was down in Oklahoma yesterday and stopped at Booker T. Washington, which is where Michigan was able to reel Dax Hill when he was a big-time recruit. Obviously, they're going after Micah Tease on 300 athlete, who's a really interesting guy. He's a prospect that can play wide receiver. He can play in the defensive backfield, just a really dynamic athlete. Michigan's pushing hard to get him in for an official visit. Ron Bellamy's kind of leading the way in that recruitment since he's a little bit of a tweener, uh, but we could easily see him playing wide receiver at the next level. I think the Dax Hill connection definitely helps. I think Dax Hill just overall in Oklahoma kind of opened eyes like, hey, you don't, you can be a big time prospect. You don't have to stay and necessarily play for Oklahoma. You can go out and, and expand and broaden your horizons. And I think uh, Tease kind of sees that with Hill. And I, I would expect Michigan to very much be in contention for an official visit there. So Bellamy was there to see him. He also saw Jacoby Johnson, who's the guy we haven't talked a lot about. And with Jacoby, he's another really, really interesting prospect. He's a guy that was actually more of a basketball recruit with some uh, mid-major offers and didn't really decide to focus in on football here until recently. And now that he has, I mean, he he's the number one ranked athlete in the entire country by on three, the number 40 overall prospect in the nation. Six foot three, 170 pounds. Just uh, another one of those guys that can play either side of the ball. Obviously, Bellamy went out to see him, so he's more on the wide receiver board, but he can be a bigger defensive back um, as well. And again, just just both Tease and Johnson are dynamic athletes that seem willing to leave the state and aren't necessarily um, tied down to to being Oklahoma guys or even Oklahoma State guys. So I, I really like the, the fact that Bellamy's trying to pull those elite talents out of the state of Oklahoma. So again, guys, if you're just joining in as a listener, 
um, touching on, on the latest on Michigan recruiting, the, the coaching staff making the rounds, seeing some key targets. Uh, you guys can chime in with any questions that you have and switch up the flow. You're willing to, to, to uh, or you're allowed to come on and just uh, ask any questions you all have and request to be speakers. Uh, but sticking with Bellamy re- really quick, one other prospect I want to mention is Kenyon Sadiq. He went out to Idaho. Bellamy did. Went out to Idaho, where Michigan found success last cycle. Obviously, uh, went out there and landed four-star tight end Colston Loveland. So Michigan returning to Idaho this time. Bellamy going out there to see uh, Kenyon Sadiq, he's only a three-star prospect, but he's super, super intriguing. Uh, six foot three, 210 pounds, uh, runs a sub 11, 100 meter. So he's starting to get a lot more attention on the trail. I talked to a source, uh, in the Michigan program. They called him an absolute freak. They love this kid. They're trying to get him in for an official visit. I think that'll happen. Uh, so I, it looks like I might be making a return trip out to Idaho. I really enjoyed my time out there seeing Loveland last cycle. And with Michigan being a factor for Sadiq, uh, I think I'm going to make my way back there this cycle. So, you know, Bellamy was in the Carolinas uh, this morning, um, and the staff's been getting all around. But like I said, I wanted to touch on more of the uh, the key stops. One interesting uh, area that Michigan hit yesterday was Dallas. Steve Klingscale was out in the Lone Star State, um, went out there to see Malik Muhammad, top 100 cornerback out of South Oak Cliff. Um, Muhammad is, is one of my favorite prospects in the class just from a pure football skill set. I saw him really early on when he was a young kid while I was still on the Texas beat at a seven-on-seven tournament, and he was a just a dynamic playmaker as a cornerback. I mean, he was out there as a freshman, I believe, at the Pylon 7-on-7 tournament in Las Vegas and was an absolute playmaker uh, on the back end uh, against some of the best competition nationally and guys much older than him. He's really developed and come along. He spent a year at IMG Academy with Keon Saab and transferred back to South Oak Cliff, uh, which is an inner-city school in Dallas, and helped them win a state championship, which was absolutely phenomenal to see uh, just being a, a Dallas guy myself. But, yeah, I love what Muhammad brings to the table. Klingscale obviously making him a really high priority. Um, as far as where things stand, Michigan made his top six yesterday, so just hours after Klingscale stopped by to see him. He released a top six that included Michigan. Um, you know, I think schools like Texas, Texas A&M, Alabama, Florida are going to be tough to beat in this recruitment. Um, A lot of it, I think, has to do with NIL uh, and how much Michigan's willing to invest in NIL. I think this is going to be an NIL-heavy recruitment, and this isn't just me making assumptions. I mean, Malik has been on record stating that NIL will be a factor. So I'm interested to see how much Michigan improves in that department. You've seen Michigan trying to make strides in the NIL sphere with the Victor's Exchange and, and Valiant doing a really good job. But from just a pure recruiting standpoint, uh, Michigan is restricted a bit, just general NCAA rules. But also, I'm not sure what Michigan will ever, you know, play in the same ballpark as as Texas A&M. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see how that recruitment kind of turns out. 
while he was in the Dallas area, Clank also saw Peyton Bowen, a top 100 defensive back from Denton Geyer. Uh, another great program in the Dallas area. Geyer plays in the highest classification, made a run to the state title game before losing to national power Austin Westlake. Uh, but he went out there to see Bowen and Bowen is obviously willing to leave the region. He's committed to Notre Dame, uh, committed to the Irish in January. He's recently said that he's still solid to Notre Dame, but has made uh, some visits elsewhere. I believe he was at Texas A&M not too long ago. I talked to him at the Under Armour camp in Dallas last month, and Bowen told me he was really excited about the Michigan offer. He's developing a good relationship with Steve Klingscale. They were a little late to offer, obviously offering after he committed to Notre Dame, but he is open to a visit. He is a top priority. Obviously, Clink is spending resources to go down. To see him was one of the first kids he saw during the evaluation period, um, which I think speaks volumes. Uh, I know, again, Texas A&M pushing. Oklahoma is another school in the South that's pushing for Bowen, and, and those two programs are probably in better spots than Michigan right now, but I think that the the job that Clink does and his track record uh, speaks for itself, and the fact that Bowen told me he is open to visiting Michigan kind of leaves that door open. So uh, Malik Muhammad, Peyton Bowen, two guys to really track down in the Lone Star State. Again, guys, if you want to jump in, ask a question, feel free to do so. I'm just kind of running down some of the key stops uh, key recruitments where, where coaches have been this week as the evaluation period has opened up. So again, if you want to jump on, ask a question, you definitely can. Um, but yeah, we'll just keep on kind of going through some of the, some of the bigger stops. Um, actually, it looks like we have a request uh, from Owen Pustel. Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Hey, Owen, you can talk anytime you want. Hi, how's it going? Good. How's it going, man? It's going good. Thanks for asking. Uh, I was wondering if there's anyone you think we're uh, we're close-ish to landing, or like anyone that we're in the solid lead for. Yeah, I think um, if I were to, if if I had to choose one guy, like if I had a, if I had a toy gun to my head and I had to choose one guy, I would say uh, Jair Hill uh, might be a guy that that Michigan could be close with. Um, he's a prospect that's visited Michigan multiple times. He was recently on campus for a spring visit, and it, it seems like Michigan's making him more of a priority than probably any other school. And uh, you see his, his cousin, Nas Hill, is in the space and liked my, uh, liked my comments. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think Michigan's in a really good spot for Jair Hill. Uh, he had a great relationship with Ron Bellamy before Bellamy moved over to coaching wide receivers. Um, Jay Harbaugh is, is now kind of taking the lead in that recruitment as well. Um, but Bellamy still being involved, I think, helps. And, uh, you know, Michigan's done a really good job in Chicagoland. Um, Kankakee is a little further south, uh, but still, obviously, the state of Illinois has been kind 
to Michigan as of late. And uh, yeah, with Hill being on campus multiple times with the staff making him a top priority, I could see him being in the class, you know, relatively soon. I mean, Jair doesn't have an exact timeline. Um, I think he's said he wants to maybe take it into the summer, but I know Michigan would like to get him on board sooner rather than later and later and he's a dynamic athlete as well and i've said that word many times today but when we're talking about jair hill this is a kid i absolutely love michigan offered him fairly early before he was truly a big time prospect he's risen in the rankings now a top 300 prospect overall um this is a kid i went out to see um i i want to say it was around october when i first saw him and he blew me away. I mean, he is a legit six foot three, uh, about 180 pounds, lanky kid, uh, junior Olympian in track. Actually, if you know, if you follow recruiting and you know the name Makari Vickers, who's a top 150 prospect, they competed head to head in the junior Olympics and, and Jair edged him out. Um, so, yeah, he's a he's a terrific athlete. He played a little bit of everything, wide receiver, uh, wildcat quarterback, uh, corner safety. Uh, I really like him as, as more of a safety guy, but I think he he's also a guy you can put on the offensive side of the ball in certain packages and do a lot with. So Jair Hill is just a, a prospect that not a lot of people talk about, uh, just with him being about an hour away from Chicago and not a lot of people making making their way out this way to see him. But I, I've seen him live twice. I saw him in that game in October. I saw him in a playoff game later in the season. Uh, I believe it was the state semifinals. He led Kankakee to a run to the state title game. Um, but I'm really, really high on Jair Hill. I know that was a super long-winded answer, Owen, but uh, but that's who I would I would go with as a, a potential next commit for Michigan. But again, that would be a great land for Michigan. Top 300 prospect, Midwest kid, uh, versatile kid that can play a lot of positions. Uh, junior Olympian, so not, I, I mean, I can't say enough great things about Jair Hill. I will be seeing him here in a couple of weeks. I'll either head back to Kankakee to, to check him out, or I'll uh, I'll see him in a seven-on-seven tournament here soon. Um, but yeah, I appreciate Owen for, for hopping on, asking that question. You guys can answer the any question you, or not answer, you guys can ask any question you want. Just hop in, request to be uh, a question person and I will take your take your questions but um, a couple more key stops that the staff has made on the road this week uh, Sharon Moore was out in Kansas City made it a priority to go see on 300 offensive lineman Caden Green and with Caden you know it's been a Michigan Oklahoma battle I still feel like it's a Michigan Oklahoma battle um Michigan's made him one of one of its top overall targets along the offensive line. He's actually a guy that is interesting from a rankings perspective. On three dropped him pretty low. He's ranked the number 299 overall prospect in the country. Elsewhere, he's a top 100 prospect in the country. And I know that Michigan really values him as that top 100 type guy. They absolutely love him. Moore loves him. I'm on board uh, with with Moore and his evaluation. So I think Green is a phenomenal player. Now, a lot of ties to Oklahoma. His parents are originally from there. He was actually thinking about committing to Oklahoma from everything we've been able to gather before Lincoln Riley 
departed and and spurned OU to go off to to USC. Um, however, they they kept the same offensive line coach, Bill Biddenball, uh, is still recruiting him. So that's something to watch. Uh, he's going to be back at Oklahoma for their spring game. He's made multiple visits there. Uh, but I think Sharon's done a really good job in this recruitment. I mean, the door was left a little open when Lincoln went off to USC and Moore took full advantage, getting getting Michigan really, really involved in that recruitment. Green's been to campus twice. He's set to return to Ann Arbor for an official visit. But still, Oklahoma's been considered the leader for a while. Obviously, there's, there's families highest to the state. And... Oklahoma is scheduled to not only get him in this weekend for the spring game, but also for the final official visit um, in the summer. And so that obviously is very scary. Still remains a, a key heated battle. I mean, Michigan still feels they're very much capable of winning this recruitment or they wouldn't be going out to see him and hosting him for an OV. Um, so Green remains one of the top overall targets in the class. Um just briefly, um, you know, around some of the other stops, uh, I thought Jay Harbaugh is doing it, or I thought Jay Harbaugh did a great job this week in St. Louis. Um, St. Louis is an area that Michigan hasn't targeted very heavily in recent cycles uh, since I've been on the beat. It's always been an area I said that Michigan should look at more. Uh, when I was on the Texas beat, Texas found plenty of success there and landed a couple of really highly touted prospects out of St. Louis, Notre Dame, I know, has had success in the area as well. Uh, so I definitely think Michigan is more than capable of landing guys out of St. Louis. So Jay Harbaugh stayed there for multiple days and uh, and made some offers out to underclassmen. They're working on 2023 safety Marvin Burks, who recently named Michigan a top school. So I think that area uh, it, it could be kind to Michigan as well. Um George Hilo, Jesse Minter were out in Florida, saw Raylan Wilson, top 100 Michigan commit. Um, and just to kind of share the latest on Raylan, uh, obviously he's still committed to Michigan. He sided with the Wolverines in December, but Florida and Georgia have continued to push. Both Florida and Georgia received visits from him this spring. And look, I mean, it's going to be tough to keep him. He's a Tallahassee kid. Uh, those SEC programs can, you know, do do a lot from an NIL perspective as well, um, but also offer a lot just from from a pure program standpoint. Georgia being the defending national champions, Florida has a new staff and they're selling that very hard. And obviously, Gainesville is not too far away from Tallahassee. Um, look, I mean, Hilo has Jacksonville ties uh, or North Florida ties in, in general. You know, Tallahassee being North Florida City. Um, he's a guy that can, that is more than capable of landing top talent out of the region. Uh, he's done it in the past at his previous stops in Maryland. Um, he, he's done it here at Michigan as well. Uh, Jesse Minter, I think it was important to get him out there to see Raylan Wilson. I know that Mike McDonald uh, was heavily involved with Raylan. And he was a little disappointed to see McDonald make the jump back to the NFL so soon. So important for him to continue developing uh, a relationship with Minter. He has a really strong bond with Hilo. I think it's going to be up to Hilo to really keep him in the class and Michigan's fighting to do so. Uh, but Georgia and Florida, obviously very scary threats to Michigan in that recruitment. So 
you know, I had an update on, on over on the Wolverine uh, on the Ford message board. You can go check that out. $1 for one year over at the Wolverine for more exclusive recruiting information. One last thing from my end. Uh, so we're one minute away from 20 minutes. So if you guys have any questions, hop on now. If not, I'm going to get out of here. But one last thing that I wanted to mention is I uh, wrote a big piece on Sound Mind, Sound Body uh, here in Detroit. They do a phenomenal job of helping athletes in the city achieve their dreams, get exposure. I actually rode a bus from Detroit to Gatlinburg, Tennessee uh, with Sound Mind, Sound Body. So some really cool uh, information on the organization, some mini features on guys uh, like Dante Moore and CJ Carr, who are big-time Michigan targets, as well as Michigan wide receiver commit. Samaj Morgan kind of humanizes uh, the recruits a little bit. So if you guys want to go check that out, please feel free to do so. And it looks like we have one speaker request before we get out of here, and it is uh, Cody Frazier. What's up, Cody? You'll be the uh, last guy I'll take a question from. Cody, I think you are on mute if you want to unmute yourself. Okay, can you hear me? Yep, got you. Hey, you got any updates on uh, Nicholas Harbor? I was just uh, reading some stuff on him. I want to know if you had any inside information. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we touched on Nicholas Harbor last week. Uh, Mike Elston was actually out in the DMV, which is one I should have obviously mentioned uh, when talking about coaches on the road, but Elson was out on out on the trail in the DMV. Obviously, a lot of edge targets out there. Um, Deshaun Womack, Joseph Mpoy, who's Harbor's teammate, and obviously Nick himself. Um, with Nick, I think it's just a little slow with him right now, mostly because he's still competing in all these national track events. I mean, you guys have seen the viral videos of him running the 10-2-8 at his massive 6'5", 230-pound size. Um, so he, he told me when I went out to visit him last month that it was going to be tough for him to make visits. He, he made a visit to USC not too long ago because it worked out with his track schedule to where he had a meet in Los Angeles. So he easily made his way over to USC. But right now, his primary focus is on track. He is looking to make it to Michigan before the end of spring. If not, he'll definitely be on campus in the summer for an official visit. He told me Michigan's a lock to get one of his OBs. I really like where the Wolverines stand. Um, he just seems like a Michigan kid. He's, he's a really bright kid off the field from an academic standpoint. Um, and I'll have a mini feature on Nicholas Harbor at some point in the next few days as well. Um, please give that a read. But yeah, I think Michigan's right up there. Um, you know, with, with schools like Maryland, which is the hometown school making a big push. And he told me Maryland's going to be a lock to get an OV. Penn State, some of the SEC programs, obviously USC. I mean, he's, he's a national guy, but I think Michigan offers everything he's looking for. He has ties to Michigan uh, with, with, a, with his private track coach, his athletic director, are both uh, Michigan grads. He uh, has family in Michigan, his mother uh is originally from there so a lot of pool to michigan and and like i said i think michigan's in a great spot thanks guys
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.